0: This episode of Probably Science is brought to you by Manscaped for 20% off and free shipping. Go to manscaped.com and use offer code probably.
1: probably science. Hello, hello. Welcome to Probably Science. My name's Andy Wood.
2: I'm Matt Cashion.
1: And I'm Jesse Case it's been a minute and we apologize for that uh we have no excuse except we have lots of excuses i have lots of excuses
2: we have lots of excuses but still it's been it's been a hell of a i've been in three different continents since we last recorded
0: right well that makes it it sounds like you're escaping like war i mean what what i mean it's like uh where you been what's going on
2: well, I, 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 I've been I was been being, being in America, where I normally live, and then mm-hmm. in Thailand for a holiday with my family, and then in London uh, for some personal stuff. And by, by the way, a uh, little fun fact about London uh, and the UK in general. Uh, COVID's over in the UK. It's been declared... Uh, victory being declared by, by Boris Johnson and his government. Uh, all restrictions have been dropped. Uh, you know, they've really done it. There's no need for restrictions now uh, if you have COVID, you you're not legally compelled to isolate. Um everything's good now, it's all sorted. So I, I got well, to London it's, it's... and instantly got COVID. Instantly right. everyone has COVID here. <laughs> everyone has COVID, including me, instantly within a minute of landing. So Oh man. Yeah.
1: What was the timeline? I mean, like not to not to step on a fun bit, but like uh, it, like the true like timeline of sy- first symptoms and first positive test related to when you touched down.
2: Oh, okay. So I landed. I landed Saturday uh, morning. Um, yeah, I went straight this home. Is, this was and, a flight
0: from Thailand,
2: or yep. you were coming? Oh, okay, and okay. then. Okay. I definitely didn't have it in Thailand because you need to take multiple... You need to take a PCR to even to leave. Right. Um, or to get, you know... Uh, you need to take... They, they have it locked down. They have, like, you need to take a PCR before you leave. You take a PCR on landing and then a five-day PCR. Uh, but, like, so was, similar in a to, a sensible
1: like, dinner.
0: Similar to going to Hawaii and receiving, like, the flower lay, it's like when you land in the UK, like, a guy sneezes on you. <laughs>
2: yeah. Just someone... You, uh,
0: you come off the ramp and a man sneezes in your oh, face.
2: So, Thailand, Thailand is like... I thought you were right like that with receiving a lay, Like, they have... Their system at the airport is amazing. Like, you land there, you've got your paperwork ready, you go to one place, they check it, they go to another place, they check something else. Uh, then you go to a third place and you get your test tube for your test. And then you go outside... Um and outside there are a bank of cubicles and in each sealed cubicle there is a person behind glass with those kind of like with their arms through those kind of like robot arms like mm-hmm. oh, like, like you're a you're specimen
1: D- danger will exactly, like exactly yeah
2: <laughs> exactly they look a bit like the robot from Lost in Space and and you look a bit like you are the inside of a nuclear power station and they um, are <laughs> right man manhandling you and then they do the test on you through those gloves on the other side of that thing um wow it, it, it's amazing and then and then once you've had your test you have there's like a whole system where you have to go in a special approved vehicle to a special approved uh hotel and um so they they, they give a shit it's like it's almost like you know they they care more about keeping the people in the country safe than about the uh Current popularity ratings of a failing prime minister, and <laughs> right. um, and then and UK, yeah. Their, so
1: they've kept their numbers in, in check accordingly.
2: I haven't. Been uh, yeah, Canada they've they've had outbreaks, thing. and it's definitely getting there. And like Omicron gave them a hit, um, but they're more on top of it than than uh yeah yeah UK is. Uh, so I can tell you the timeline. I I landed uh on uh, on. On Saturday, on Sunday, I met a few friends outside in a pub. Um, what he's
0: not telling you is that he's friends with the Queen. He right. met yeah. with the
2: Queen. <laughs> She's not supposed to be out, but sometimes she goes out to a pub. She carried on working through COVID like the brave, brave soldier she is. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And um, yeah, and then Monday I was with with a, a group of people, and then I tested positive on Friday. So it's it's basically the first time I encountered people indoors. Uh, was almost definitely the time I got infected.
1: But it was still six days from touchdown to f- first positive test?
2: Six days from touchdown to first positive test, yes. Yeah, so, okay. so that would mean probably a day and a half from touchdown to exposure to the virus.
1: Yeah, I was just wondering if maybe, you know, if if you were thinking it was actually in the flight, because there's so much... It's like I can't believe two years into this we still don't have much more than just like intuitions about yeah, no, I'm, air I'm air travel cer- and it's relative safety compared
2: I'm to I'm almost certain it wasn't the on the flight, because again, yeah. like the timing would be a bit too long. It would be it's it was five days from the gathering. And also I know other people who were at that same place who then tested positive. So it's like it's it's there, But also yeah. um But also no, the timing of the flight, it that would be like seven days, it would be a bit too long, and then Yeah, yeah. And then also the flight, we had a row to ourselves and I was wearing an N95 the whole time. So I'm not saying you can't get COVID like that because you definitely can. And there were moments that I had the mask off to eat. But um, I I would say it's considerably less likely. And also we were flying from Thailand where everyone had had to take multiple tests. So again, not impossible that they, that people on the flight had it because they were flying to the UK where you, again, have to take zero tests not even a lateral flow like a, an instant <laughs> antigen test to get into the UK if you're vaccinated now just no test just like come yeah, on pr- pr- come along and if and and by the way predictably as well when i've spoken to family members and some other brits because of how they phrased the ru- the new rules even though they phrased it to cover their backs they're like it's personal responsibility and you don't we're not mandating that you quarantine but we still suggest that you you know the 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 little parenthetical after it is, but we suggest that you do quarantine if you're ill with COVID. But no, it's basically being interpreted as like, nah, you don't need to do shit. Uh, I mean, like, yeah. you know, maybe maybe you can if you got it. Like, if you if you test positive, you know, stay indoors for a day or two. <laughs> then, yeah. It's yeah. Um, it's well, so- uh, how's
0: it actually felt for you? Have you been okay?
2: Like, I felt like shit for the first three days. I was triple vaxxed, yeah. but still felt like. Like, no, I'm sure nowhere near as bad as I would have done, and I'm uh, definitely not as badly as some people I know who have had it, but, like, you know, I had, like, flu symptoms for the first two or, th- two or three days where I was achy, um, yeah. really run down, and then it kind of settled into more of a, like, cold symptoms, and uh, and now I'm basically back to 95% fine. You probably hear a bit of a hoarseness in my throat, but otherwise I am I'm there. Right
1: sexiness but okay
0: yeah Thank you. yeah I, we, yeah enjoy it we should record more stuff while you
1: know <laughs> well i got kathleen turner on the line here yeah <laughs> oh. Oh. yeah that's
2: so, that that's what happens with my voice if it at its huskiest i have i have the voice of a a, a notably deep-voiced woman <laughs> that's I like mean, my it's,
1: she's got a deeper voice than i do i'd say but yeah well yeah i'm glad i'm glad it well, you know, I guess it did hit you harder. I'm glad it's on, on the waning end. And now you're in the we're all three of us are in the uh over the Omicron Club. Yeah. We're in uh that's my, my that for this we're year. over
2: the over the COVID club, because I know I know some yeah. people who just yeah. tested positive for it, the same thing on uh on Monday and had already had COVID on in December.
1: Yeah, I mean, it's possible. But like yeah, having been double vaxxed, boosted, and had Omicron, you're in an upper echelon of uh people who can do here's my new model for 2022 i'm trying to get this sketch on you do you it's 2022 is that going to be a thing you think no
0: you do you it's 2022
1: yeah right rolls off the tongue
0: well so g- guys uh we had a guest today what happened it was this comedian i guess matt has worked with this comic before at fringe or something this vladimir Zelensky.
1: what's <laughs> they, going on they, with our guest they did them they did them because mm. it's 2022 <laughs>
2: Well, yeah, just ghosted, just absolutely yeah, rude, <laughs> rude. If you ask me,
0: very rude. Uh, you know, it's it's ugh, showbiz, you know, crazy.
1: Have you guys ever tried to not try to? That's a weird way of phrasing. It. Have you ever watched any of the um the show that launched him, where he played the president?
2: They have just they just started to broadcast it in the UK. I haven't seen it yet.
1: I haven't either. I'm curious though.
0: No, no, I haven't. I haven't seen any of it. I've seen some sort of almost like uh. You know the whatever it is, Red Nose Day. Uh, I've seen some like sketches. You know,
2: um, yeah. A bunch and then of people his... have sort of pointed out, like you see, comedians do make good presidents, and I think that really needs the qualifier uh, wartime presidents because <laughs> right. I'm serious because like by by all by all accounts he was he was Not having a real. he was having a, a relatively. I mean, you know, his situation... It's not an easy country to run, I'm sure. It's like at the best of times. is It's a... It's a I'm sure it it's seems a like it's always
0: been pretty smooth. I don't know yeah, what you're talking about.
2: Yeah, cu- even amongst... No, no leading a country job I, don't, I think is particularly easy, but even amongst them, I think Ukraine's probably one of the trickier ones. But he wasn't having the greatest run. His approval numbers were in the 30s. Uh, and then, uh, you know, I, 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 I don't want to... I, I don't know enough by... Any means about uh u- Ukrainian politics, but I'm guessing you know. Th- I think a lot of comedians maybe might not be the best at you know all of the many many things that are involved running a country. Sure. Or maybe there are other things that conspire to make it hard of him. I don't know, but for whatever reason, he wasn't having the the, the easiest run. But when right. it comes to just rallying people at wartime, and your main job yeah. is just to kind of give stirring speeches and play the part and know the right thing to say at the right time. Fuck me, can we step up? And that's right, I'm claiming ownership of this.
1: Yeah. <laughs> like yeah, I would yeah. be exactly
2: the same. Like I like I would be just as good. Well, but you no, say that, but you guys That's for, what you need. You,
0: you forget, Matt, that when Andy and I lived at that house, for you remember you came by one week to bring by some pizza and we had recently been invaded by Russia. And uh uh Andy and I's house. Yeah. And and it's I a very
1: targeted. Yeah.
0: That's extremely right. targeted, and I don't know how a submarine came up through the pool. It was very weird, <clears throat> but we... Uh, we ste- I'm going to say that it was planned. We stepped up.
2: Um, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah how, Rousing speeches. What's the vibe in the UK during all this? I'd imagine pretty similar to the US. I, I'd imagine... Um, scared of how we're going to escalate it. <laughs> Is e- that Elements of that for sure, and also... Yeah. <laughs> um, there's definitely anger again at the... The lies and dissembling from the UK government about their refugee status uh, right, and the refugee sure. rules, where they're, um, you know, th- all the rest of Europe is letting in thousands of people and the UK is sending them on some uh, little treasure hunt to find the right paperwork. <laughs>
0: mm, they need to get some of those robot arms from Thailand. This is <laughs> a time like, of global you know, they sharing.
2: Sure, they, they were told, like, there's a visa processing center at Calais, which is the main port to cross over to the UK, the main, like, uh, ferry port. So that's, uh, that's right. the closest point, pretty much, to, to Britain, to so just do the short uh, boat from Calais to Dover. And they're like, there is a uh, there's a refugee processing center there. And then they get there, and there's just, like, a, a photocopy piece of paper saying, there's no visas issued here. You've got to go to Paris. <laughs>
1: <laughs> what? <laughs> it's just, like, a scout. It's an amazing race. It's just, uh, like, little breadcrumbs.
2: Yeah, exactly. To,
0: QR code. There has to be some couple Middle. where that insane route that all these people have to take, it's just also some unrelated couple's honeymoon. And <laughs> it's like, and now you have to go, you have to go to Paris and next you go to, uh, you know, Napoli. And they're just <laughs> like, yeah, these people who are always, why are we always on a boat with these sad people? Like they haven't checked the news at all. <laughs> Everyone's so bummed out on our honeymoon, honey. Um... Yeah, man. Yeah, it's horrible. But uh, yeah, I guess I guess comedians make okay wartime presidents.
1: Yeah, I wonder if we had Al Franken right now in a parallel universe, what would be going on?
0: Yeah, I don't know. But I mean I remember watching old Churchill bits, and that guy was hilarious. Oh you really? Yeah, well, I guess yeah, I knew before, that. But, yeah, I, I yeah, think Churchill's
2: to, <laughs> I mean Churchill's a great example. Like he's he was like he, he was the perfect person for Britain during wartime and then immediately the war ends, voted and out and he yeah, almost immediately <laughs> <laughs> Immediately gets replaced by, right? Correctly for the for a significantly better person for the reconstruction, someone who set up the welfare state and, uh, and the NHS and like everything that Britain needed after all, war, which was not rousing speeches. It was, uh, like looking after the destroyed population of a of a country.
0: Right, yeah, right. yeah. I worry that Al Franken would almost he would accidentally escalate it because of jokes.
1: The, right, it was. He'd be too dry. Well, I, 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 I read yeah. his book,
2: which was the, um, the book that he wrote specifically about. Was it called like Giant of the Senate or something like that? And there is a whole bit in there about that where he had to learn to check that nature, and and things like learn how to not write his own things into bills because it turns out bills are very carefully written by people whose job it is to write them. And, <laughs> right, right. And and learn that like any joke he makes will be willfully misinterpreted. <laughs>
1: yeah. Hmm. And uh, wait, that that didn't happen at all for him, did it? Ever. Like no, no, and no. Never... there was this meta sketch where god, that whole that whole thing when you actually read the details of the USO thing, you're like, "Oh, okay, it would have required explaining and met a joke that would just have been lost in the public. So he just fell on the sword instead. It's just so silly.
0: Yeah. I mean, there have been a lot of positions I've been in where I would rather resign than explain a sketch to somebody. <laughs> yeah, <that's laughs> like to be good. fair, you know that's what I mean? Good. Like, like I've had jobs where it's like, did you see SNL last night? Which, which was your favorite? And I'm like, I quit, <laughs> <laughs> I quit, I quit this job. <laughs> um, well, uh, so no, we don't, we don't have a guest, but also you two have been busy. What's going on? What, you're talking about uh, you guys are in some sort of trivia battle?
1: No, oh my, that's, no two different things. We've been work, Matt and I have been working on uh, a YouTube original that I, I think oh, cool. we can't talk about the name of it. Yes, right? Yeah, whatever. Uh, when it comes out, we'll let you know. It's just
2: been... Yeah, that's great. Yeah, I, think, yeah, it's I not... think we also can't talk about the name of it because the name of it keeps changing.
1: Right, well, there's that too. <laughs> Yeah, Mm. uh, we'll see if it ends up being what it currently is. If it is, it's a chef's kiss. Um, But yeah, it was like a thing that we were already on a rush schedule to work on in December. And then Omicron starts spiking. And we're just like, are you guys really going to try to do four location shoots in the middle of like the most contagious disease humans have? Maybe because it's like up there with measles, right? Like it might pass measles. Yeah. But it's within the same ballpark. It's definitely second place of most contagious and of course, in three of the four locations they went to, someone got COVID. It's, just, it's been the most like you would think this thing was called Macbeth for how doomed and and <laughs> just jinxed it is. And I I try to think of which other things have gone wrong that we can actually talk about, but I guess not a lot. But it's been it's been a long three months of trying to get this thing done. Oh man, uh, yeah. But we'll give you more info when it when it actually comes out. I don't think we've said anything. Nothing in what I just said is out of turn, is it, Matt? I don't think so. Okay. No, it's very, we'll that's give it very some exciting. It gets very exciting.
0: What's this trivia situation?
1: You guys are in some sort of uh, trivia off? Yeah. I, I don't know if our listeners have heard us talk about Learned League or have you, Jesse? No. Very dorky. Uh, I'll put a link to the New Yorker article about it. But um, it is a no stakes trivia league. It's sort of like fantasy football for trivia. Uh, it's been going for. A couple decades, I think there are about twenty thousand people who played around the world, and That's cool. um, yeah, you totally could cheat if you wanted, but there's nothing at stake, so you would just have the satisfaction of knowing you looked up some trivia. And so it's 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 honor system, and somehow it works even at that scale. And it's a thing that you know Ken Jennings plays it. Uh, all these people that. It's, I it's didn't like know a Ken love Jennings
2: the... played it, but I know like proper serious, oh, yeah, yeah. proper serious quizzes are on it. Like all the proper serious quizzes are on it. I, but it's it, it's done in leagues, so that most of the time you are, I'm very unlikely to play against Ken Jennings,
1: right? Or it may be impossible because you didn't start in the same. Like it's divided up into division. Not just like you don't just move up and down based on how well you do. There's also no lateral movement between the um, division or league you start in. Oh, okay. So there's no way you could ever. You don't move up to, a, unless you got to the. I guess there is a champion of the entire thing at the end of seasons or something.
2: But but they also do have like mini leagues as well where you could end up playing them.
1: Yeah, you can make your own private ones. But yeah, it's sort of like uh, you know soccer slash football in Europe where there's but, promotion and relegation based on how but, you do. But, it but the, sm- the, the smart
2: the thing about it, the the clever twist to it is every day you play against one other person from the league. Everyone everyone across the entire league has the same questions every day. But so, okay. but every day you're paired against one person. But the the clever twist of it is that you have a certain number of points allocation, and you allocate point values to your opponents for each question. So you basically you answer, what, you do your best answering the questions that you can. But then you also look at the questions and go like, okay, what do I how how well do I think they'll do on each question, and so how many points do I want to assign them for each question? and ideally you want to assign the most points to the ones that you think they're going to get wrong and the right. the the zero point and the one point to the ones that you think they are going to do easily and so it it's entirely possible and uh and actually not not uncommon at all to answer fewer questions but win or vice versa you can That makes sense. You, um by playing that's
1: defense. Or or the opposite. Yesterday I played against Veronica in my private league thing who was uh, finished third in the Jeopardy tournament and she was she beat me in my tournament game and uh, I assigned the zero point value to this question about Jersey Boys the musical and that's the only one she didn't get so she only got five out of the six questions every day. She only got five out of the six but she got the full point value because the one I thought would be be easiest for her turned out to be hardest for her so th- yeah that kind of stuff can really screw you uh, but it's fun because there's tons of stats it's like it's made for a, a person who has a like a baseball level love of, of statistics because you can I'm,
0: I'm constantly surprised by who is really into and who is not into musicals like <laughs> sometimes I'll meet somebody and I'll be like they're super into musicals and they have no interest I'll drop some reference they got nothing but then people just you know out of the woodwork like, they know every lyric to Cats or whatever. Right, And And right. uh, it's never someone you'd expect, at least with me. I, I'm always just, I'm always like, wow, you know? So right. it's weird. You you pegged her for someone that would know all about Jersey Boys. Well, I and just, you were, it, you were was, off.
1: the question was basically, what was this musical? Uh, and then they list, listed a bunch of songs from it, and they're just so, you know, it's like, oh, what a night, December 1963.
0: I'm a boy like, from Jersey.
1: Walk like a man. <laughs> I thought it was just the thing <laughs> that you put in. Yeah. I'm a little boy from Jersey. No.
0: And there are multiples of us. We,
2: we're <laughs> a, New York a is more pretty a... close. We're a group of boys <laughs> from Jersey. Look at us, no girls here. Uh, Newark Airport, not as good as LaGuardia.
0: Trenton's our capital, and we
2: are
1: boys. We, <laughs> <laughs> um. Cool. Cool. Uh, So, so that's what, so anyway, all this was to say that today is the day that Matt and I just happened to, not in some private league that we set up, but in the, in the one that we are in where you can move up and down based on, we ended up this season in the same C level out of A, B, C, D and E. And then today is the day we actually have to play each other. So bring it, bring it.
2: All right. I'm going to say I feeling pretty good about not winning this one. (laughs)
1: I'm not gonna say anything. You know what we could do? Since I mean, all this is like, like it's all honor systems. There's no, there's no downside. I'm not gonna say anything about these. We could just read you, maybe one or two of the questions from today to give you a, to give you a taste.
2: But we also can't. Yeah, I can't. Jesse, I haven't, I haven't submitted my answers yet. So, uh, yeah, Jesse, you How, will have to be completely neutral on your response to these.
1: Oh, okay. I mean, no, I haven't submitted either. No, Jesse, don't. I'm not saying Jesse should answer them. I'm just telling. I want if the listeners want to hear. An example of... I'll just read two. One that I think will be easy, one that might be harder. Okay. Question two today is... Identify but I can't, the,
0: I can't answer these.
1: No, answer in your it. head you can. Okay. I mean, I think one of them we probably both... Matt and I probably both know really well. Right. Uh, one Number two today is identify the fossil-rich ravine in northern Tanzania at the southeast corner of the Serengeti Plain where an ancient river cut deep through the underlying strata to reveal millennia of early human activity.
0: Michael Dukakis.
1: Michael Dukakis um another one today that i i feel okay about us talking about because i don't think there's any way matter i miss this but uh, a silicone wristband slash gel bracelet fad was sparked around 2004 in part by yellow bracelets produced by the lance armstrong foundation that were embossed with what term a compound word neologism that would, would eventually be used for the name of the foundation itself after armstrong's downfall Sure. I think we probably both know that. I think that. we all,
2: I think all three yeah. of us. Maybe. I think, I think it's fair to familiar. say that that was comfortably yes. put as the zero points one for both of
1: us. I'm going to yeah. put that
2: as zero. I think that's fair? Yeah.
1: So anyway, that's a taste okay. of what this, what yes. this silly, silly thing is. But it's also super fun to just have a thing to text your friends about, because you can also track your friends and see when they've already submitted, so you can, like, uh, commiserate about, like, god damn, what'd you put, did you,
2: okay oh, can I Can I ask points. you, did you get the computer one right yesterday, the, the coding one?
1: Relational databases,
2: yeah. Oh, I. But so did, I did. Veronica. Uh, mm. I I did not get that one right, and I was like, the only thing I could think of was array because of that fucking <laughs> Carly Kloss show thing that we worked on last year.
1: Oh, oh, okay, yeah, no, relational but, database.
2: Um, and then
1: I guessed I guessed Mario Lemieux, or actually, I put Lemieux because I thought uh, if Mario. I put, Mario I last, Lemieux. Mario. Is that how the French pronounce it?
2: But, uh, that's how it's, oh, for that's the ice how, hockey player, I, I put yeah, Gordy Howe just because it was. I read the question as name any ice hockey player who wasn't Wayne Gretzky. <laughs> like, that
1: was in, just in the nineteen eighties,
2: the only oh, other ice the- hockey player, ice ho- hockey name I could think of. Uh, if I'd really, really thought, I maybe would have come up with Lemieux as well, but uh, no, it wasn't going to happen.
1: Guys, can I get a round of applause?
0: Yeah. Yes. Thank you. Yes. You can always get the clap for me, Andy.
1: Good, because today I'm excited to announce Manscaped launched their ultra premium collection. And by today, I mean this might have been uh, on the order of weeks ago. But believe it or not, it's for your not so private parts. I'm talking about a leveled up hygiene routine for your favorite, with your favorite manly scent. This is an all in one skin and hair care kit for the everyday man. And it covers you from head to toe, literally to toe. Uh, Manscaped, obviously, as you know, is trusted. Blow the waist. Now you can trust them with the rest. Join the four million men worldwide who trust Manscaped by going to manscaped.com for twenty percent off and free shipping when you use the code. Probably.
0: Well, what what kind of stuff comes? In, I mean, what are we talking? What's in this ultra premium collection?
1: And, you've heard us talk about the uh, how essential the Manscaped lawnmower 4.0 is for mm-hmm. precise trim. My, my favorite rev with the, with the okay. skin
0: safe technology absolutely uh, yeah that reduces cuts to your most delicate areas
2: yeah hmm but uh, and then and then uh there's but now they got the premium deodorant that's not ball deodorant anymore is armpit deodorant just classic ass. deodorant yeah place where deodorant is is traditionally gone well, i'm not doing clear. this
0: I, i'm not getting into this unless there's body moisturizer
2: oh maybe oh. it's what, what? uh there's body yeah uh, whether you've got tattoos or issues with dry skin, it's designed to help skin feeling clean, smooth, smelling fresh. What there's about body my head wash. body? What about what about washing I'm, it? Oh, what? Yep, yeah, there's body wash. There's two one. Um, but we've tried the body wash; it's great. It smells I very it good. Day. It's got you aloe know. vera. Yeah, that's that's your go-to. Oh, it's gonna be embarrassing. You, when you know that, Matt. We just all <laughs> you, smell the same now. Yeah. I know. Uh, <laughs> uh, but it's got aloe, aloe vera and sea salt shower gel. There's a two-one shampoo and conditioner to clean your scalp with an easy one-step. And a free gift as well, a three-pack set of lip balm. It's made with ingredients such as vitamin E, that's right, vitamin E, vitamin. peppermint, right. and eucalyptus oil. Keep those chappers feeling moist.
0: Wow. Mm. Wow. So the the recommended order, all right, here's here's what I'd recommend. You hop in the shower, you do a little scrub-a-dub uh, with the Manscaped body wash, and then you lather your hair up with the two-in-one shampoo conditioner, right? And then you dry off, you spray on that body moisturizer, and then you put on the deodorant, and then you pop on that lip balm, head on out the door. You know what I'm saying?
1: Perfect. Your, your skin and hair will be completely under control. Completely. Completely. It's amazing. All you have to do is go to manscaped.com and use the code probably, which will get you 20% off and free shipping. Uh, yeah, I, I vouch for everything we've, we've just said because I use uh, some subset of that every day and it's uh, very good.
2: Yeah. So. Huge, fan, huge fan of that body wash. So once what? again, that is twenty percent off and free shipping with the code probably at manscaped.com. The power of attraction is now in a bottle, thanks to Manscaped.
1: Hell yeah!
0: Wow, oh, I can't believe you just made that up. That line there, Matt, that was great. <laughs> I, I'm telling you, I should work in advertising. Yeah, you just come up with stuff like that all the
2: time. <laughs> it just, it just, it just flies out of me.
0: It's amazing. So, uh, what happened during the ad? This is crazy. Is um, or, or what's happened is that Matt ran out and found a guest i shine? did
3: <laughs>
2: I, I, I did i just i just found a guest hanging around hanging around outside outside the house scouring Unreal. in the garden here uh, it is about. A, a very uh, an old friend of mine an excellent comedian uh, and excellent comedy club promoter runs some oh. of the finest comedy shows around the north of england and wales and beyond also the first person to pay me proper money to do comedy like, not All not right. my first paid gig, but, like, my first paid gig that was like, this isn't, like, petrol money or a nod. So, uh, eternally thankful to that. Uh, the excellent Paul Silky White. Hey, Silky. <laughs> hey there, everyone. How are you doing?
3: Hey, doing well. Good. Doing well. Good. I'm Thanks wondering now if you are...
1: Are you like Candyman, except for Manscaped, if we say Manscaped <laughs> <Yes>. three times?
3: <laughs> oh, Will, definitely. Will Paul White appear? If you, if you have a look at a photo of me, I am the least likely man to need shampoo. I've seen... <laughs> I've seen hairier hard-boiled eggs. <laughs> <laughs> and also, if you see hairy hard-boiled eggs, then never eat in that restaurant. <laughs> sure.
2: Well, Are well, you talking about really well. hairy hard-boiled sponsorship eggs? With Manscaped, you can now sort out any hairy hard-boiled eggs <laughs> oh, with, you, oh, with their God. skin-safe technology that will leave the egg-free of Nick's. <laughs> oh, oh, yeah. Nick-free eggs. That's definitely... Yeah. That's what that's Also, what I'm, pretty,
1: I'm, I'm pretty sure hairy hard-boiled eggs is one of the Jersey Boys.
3: <laughs> <laughs> that's right. Sure. Yeah. Just remember to Um, Google it at a work computer. That's probably the best thing. (laughs) Well, uh, very pleased to meet you addressing Andy and Matt. Lovely to hear
2: (laughs) hear your voice. voice. (laughs) Now, Silky,
0: one thing we like to ask all of our guests, no matter what, is what's their background in science? And it can be. Literally anything like a class you enjoyed as a kid, a <laughs> bottle rocket you made with your dad, whatever. Okay. Um, anything, is there anything that excited you particularly that maybe even in hindsight, you're like, oh, that, I guess that was some science stuff.
3: Do you know, I've got a degree in evolutionary genetics from the University of St. Andrews. I, before I was well, a that'll comedian. do it. <laughs> yep. <laughs> also, I really like licking, you know those square batteries? <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. <laughs> Just to feel alive. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and I'm very much a pro Putin paedophile. No, sorry. <laughs> God damn it, wrong episode.
2: Yeah. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know if the stuff that that's a callback to is, is actually in the show. That might have just been the admin bit. So we're just going to leave that in by itself. <laughs> yeah, that's awesome.
0: I, I, uh, I, <laughs> I
2: think we're cutting everything else.
0: We're going to introduce him. He says that, and then we'll do the outro.
2: We one minute.
3: Hello Thank and welcome, welcome to Korea Killers with Matt. It's we're sponsored about, by Manscaped. Where anyway. Matt um. just walks out behind the microphone, falls on
2: a sword, waves
3: at the camera. <laughs> Goodbye.
2: <laughs> so, so tell us about your degree. I did know you had a science degree, uh, and I, I, as the other reason I wanted you on the show for a while, I never managed to get. What well, can I to do it? So um...
3: I've I've never been anyone's ace in the hole before. <laughs> I should I'll enunciate that very carefully because uh, ace in the hole. <laughs> yeah, ace, yeah, yeah. Hang on a second. I'm just gonna open open breakfast. Oh, sweet <laughs> sweet breakfast. <laughs> Uh,
0: so where where was this... Uh, where where did you go to uni? Am I doing the lingo correct, oh, Matt? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, silky? That's where you went to uni? Uh, uni, yes. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Right,
3: perfect. Short for, for University. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I went to university um, in Scotland. I'm originally from Liverpool, but I went to university at St. Andrews in Scotland. It's about an hour away from Edinburgh, and it's really beautiful, um, and it's a tiny little town huddled together on a cliff, um, and then a few years later, some prince came along and you know made it famous uh, for bestowing his royal powers on a commoner with his penis. It's amazing the magic power. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I mean, I, I, don't under the, un, I don't understand the science behind that, but I think it's like a kind of an, an infection. Yeah,
1: it's a viral situation.
0: <laughs>
3: yeah. So. yeah. Well, but, you can knight somebody. Yeah, and then with also
2: anything, it just gets really. passed down through the genetic line. So I don't know how. Oh, yeah. And it sort That's of it all. intertwines it with your DNA in some way. Once you've got yeah. it, then <laughs> yeah. Yeah, your offsprings have off. it as well.
3: Oh, Lord. Oh, Lord. Yeah, it passes across the placenta. Offsprings, <laughs> plural. Yeah. Um. <laughs> so, yeah, I went to do a degree in chemistry, uh, and I got there and thought it was really dry and dusty. Um, and there was a... Because it was like a modular course, you got some leeway to pick uh, an extra an extra subject and I uh, went for cell biology and genetics. The guy who was teaching it was a proper kind of natural historian, like kind of your David Attenboroughs, who was really fascinating, and had never done biology at school, and he seemed he seemed fine with that. He said, what, if you want to move over, jump department, I'll, I'll support you. Uh, mm-hmm. and so I haven't got a brilliant degree, but I discovered stand-up comedy and playing in bands and stuff while I was at uni, so. It was a, a brilliant time. I've still got really close friends from those days. I graduated in 1997 because I'm incredibly elderly. <laughs> no, no, that's
0: very cool. Yeah. Um, yeah, I would bail on chemistry for evolutionary bio too. Um, I would. I would. Yeah. I can't stand I, chemistry. I, I'm just, it's, I mean, it's like I get it. I'm not, I don't care much you know yeah <laughs> uh, <laughs> i have trouble caring about it uh, yes. it's hard to muster that up that's uh, yeah, uh, very that's very cool what was your favorite part of uh, the uh, the biology
3: stuff um the poon tank. oh my word <laughs> yeah oh yeah it's, yeah evolutionary genetics it's wow it's better than cage fighting if you want uh if you want ladies with fake tan and fingernail extensions, evolutionary genetics is the way. Their <laughs> hearts. Mm-hmm. I was. I'd, I'd have to kind of reshit my stick three or four times a day because you know when you're trying to keep them off you with a shitty stick, <laughs> <laughs> and you're just flailing and flailing and flailing, and then you just have to stop and say, "Just give me two seconds. I need to reshit my stick." Sure. It's, yeah, it was. It was no. It's too much sex, really. Too much. It was a horrifying amount of sex. I've just realised I have no idea of the level that this fine. podcast it's is fine. going for. It's- no, I remember.
2: I uh, remember I say right this. now you're pitched a little bit too high, highbrow for us. Oh. Uh,
0: <laughs> no, I remember even over here in the states, seeing on the news the week that St Andrews was closed down because of all the urinary tract infections, and I was oh. wondering how
3: that started. Oh yeah, I'm, I'm and it sorry. was the it was the shit stick. It's, um, it's amazing. Yeah, it's oh. one of my proudest moments. I mean, it was, it, it actually virally trended, but by postcard. <laughs> it, was, it was, you know, kind of early days of email, so people weren't yeah. Yeah, using it for spreading the gossip. But it was, it was amazing. It was following power laws and everything. You could just see the yeah. spread. It was an exponential spread. And <laughs> yeah, it went, it went bacterial. Oh, um, very much so, very much so. <laughs> oh. If you think of a kind of fizzy yogurt... <laughs> oh. <laughs> is, that, is that a vivid enough? It's pretty
1: vivid. It's pretty vivid. It's, pretty yeah. vivid. Um, it's only gonna... the morning for me. It's fine. Yeah, oh, you cool. guys are in afternoon time zones and evening. Oh, so. Yeah, it's,
3: it's it's ten to eight in the evening here, so I have started yeah. on the start on the beer.
2: Yeah, we we <laughs> so, in, we've also interrupted the dinner that you were cooking for your lady. Oh like, we've basically deprived oh, two people of food just to.
3: Oh, it's, it's, you know. Worst things have been done for podcasts. I mean I'm just you can you can probably tell from my voice that I'm really fame hungry and I thought that, you know, <laughs> science podcast is the way forward. <laughs> in your face, Doctors Rutherford and Fry. In your face <laughs> Science Guy, in your face deGrasse Tyson. Silky's <laughs> coming through with his fizzy yoghurt chat.
2: Gary <laughs> yeah. I think this is gonna push <laughs> us to the next level. I think it really is. <laughs> oh
3: god. Absolutely.
0: absolutely agree. Well, now uh, you don't have to worry about the shit, Nick, since you've got that Manscaped, everybody. That's going to be 20% off at
3: (laughs) 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 manscaped.com. Didn't you used to have a a sponsor for your podcast? Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, we we did. They got got silkied. Oh, (laughs) hairy (laughs) eggs. Hairy eggs and fizzy yoghurt. Originally two of the lyrics for um, that famous song, From the Sound Uh, of Music.
1: Yesterday? Oh. (laughs) My my
3: favorite thing.
1: (laughs) Sure. Brown paper packages, fizzy yogurt. uh,
3: Whiskers on kittens, clumps of pubes. Sure. Tied up with string.
1: Discolored discharge. Fish
3: flavored chewing gum. (laughs) <laughs> Fried onion rings. Chewing gum. These are a few of my favorite things. <laughs> you, you guys
0: know who would probably love fish-flavored chewing gum?
1: Who's that? Magpies,
0: magpies everybody. Magpies. 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 Did wow. you know, everybody?
3: Wow. <laughs> fish-flavored chewing gum, magpies, and biscuits. <laughs> heads with whisks and <laughs> not racks that risk it.
1: <laughs> nice. Wow. Oh, okay.
3: <laughs> so, so <laughs> I get the feeling there's going to be some some British-derived magpie chat here, and then Andy and Jesse are going to go. This is witchcraft.
2: No, yes, no, no, no. I'm sure. No, um, I, I can yes, never remember the rules for magpies.
3: Um, okay, if the under sixteen. <laughs> oh no, no, no! That's something else. Something else entirely. <laughs> it's one for sorrow, two for joy, three for a girl, four for a boy. Um, five for Bitcoin, six for <laughs> Quim, seven for Gunga, eight for Din, uh <laughs> nine for a nightmare, ten on Elm Street, eleven Mater uh, Milking. Yeah, uh, twelve uh <laughs> twelve <laughs> illadvised ill advised sodium rings. And then it's uh one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, 11 twelve. 12. Da, 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 da. Ah yep. magpies. Well, uh, any more than that, and you really should leave because a room with twelve magpies in is going to be beaks and claws and. Uh,
2: yeah, after a certain point, it becomes a bit of an army. Uh, yeah, it's a threat. <laughs> Fly my magpie army. Yeah. <laughs> so, so what Silky's referring Very to light. is supposedly yes. meant to salute magpies, and yeah. there are rhymes associated with it.
3: Oh, okay. Yeah. Hmm. Um, the it's something to do um, morning mrs magpie how's your wife and it's it's just one of those strange bits of kind of folk doggerel
2: right um, here we go i found i found uh before we get into the more recent science article here's an article from country life magazine entitled <laughs> how country to salute life. a magpie <laughs>
3: This isn't a science journal. This is not. This is not, no one's ever done a Cochrane peer review study based on country life.
2: Uh, this is pa- no. I think pankles. I think this is. <laughs> I think this is legitimate because you know it's, you know even even folk science has has some basis in fact Where it wouldn't have survived the test of time. Okay. You know, like will, willow bark has aspirin in it. Yeah. That's why it was you, you know. That and
3: mm-hmm. always sure. set fire always set fire to intelligent older women because they're <laughs> witches. Not they know everything that's going on.
2: Yeah, <laughs> it's got it's got nothing to do with them uh, about to uh, get you in trouble for your shit. Um, <laughs> <laughs> definitely a witch. So, so here. Uh, oh, by the way, seeing a crow immediately after a magpie will. Cancel out the unfortunate effects of seeing the magpie. But oh, to ward off bad luck, uh, greet the sight of a lone uh, magpie with the words, Good morning, Mr. Magpie. How are Mrs. Magpie and all the other little magpies? Yeah. While winking. Um, well, while winking.
3: And if you yeah. have any American friends visiting, going, You have to do this at the top of your voice, but in a German accent, it's the law. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> good oh, morning go. <laughs> mr magpie how is your wife and all of your little magpies
2: so <laughs> so there is a real scientific basis in this um the reason why a single magpie according to this article has been regarded as a portent of doom um it stems from the suggestion that the magpie was the only bird not to sing to jesus as he died on the cross cross which gave gave it a reputation for meanness
1: What's meaner, singing at someone as they die or not singing at them? <laughs> I
2: don't know yet. <laughs> well, what else was there? There were
1: crows. Who else was there? What other birds?
2: Yeah, all, all I mean all of them. All, all of the other birds were there. Oh yeah. you there wouldn't a, to find in them in the Middle East. Uh there sure. was a blue
1: there was a bluebird on his shoulder. I know that. It's the truth There were, there it's were penguins. Everything is such a <laughs> like,
2: Yeah. Parrots, oh. all sorts. And they were all they were all saluting Jesus except for it's that. Sounds very very weird.
0: Very weird of ancient Rome to to do all their crucifixions in an
3: aviary. I always
0: yeah, thought that was weird. <laughs> yeah. yeah. What's
3: What's weirder is the photo I've got of the crucifixion. Big Bird from Sesame Street is just standing there, looking really, really focused. Yeah. <laughs> giving him
1: bunny ears from
3: <laughs> behind <laughs> uh, <laughs> I love the, the idea that Jim Henson's life's work was just to send Big Bird back in time to, to photobomb
2: the crucifixion
3: <laughs> oh god
1: send oh. camera back in time as well yeah,
2: yeah. Um, uh, there's, there, there's more interesting scientific facts in this article by the way um, the magpie was the only bird that refused to enter Noah's Ark perching instead okay. on the top <laughs> of the roof Wow. Um, How did these guys um, become such dicks. I don't know. But also, uh, the magpie has a chattering call. And in Scotland, uh, Scottish scientists believe I'm, I'm ad- <laughs> it doesn't say so- scientists here in the article, but it's, it's implied. But Scottish scientists believe that if a magpie's tongue is scratched with the sharp edge of an unmilled silver sixpence and a drop of human <laughs> blood was inserted into the wound, uh, the chattering magpie would acquire the gift of speech.
3: Or the mm. or the resultant hybrid would very very quickly die, uh, <laughs> of the uh, the royal infection. Yeah.
2: Oh, I think what would actually what happen is you now have an angry magpie that's acquired the taste for blood.
0: Yeah. Well, I'll tell you guys something. It'd be hard to figure out because the we need to go back to the drawing board on uh, ways to collect more vital behavioral data on these magpies. Yeah.
1: <laughs> you know. Um. Uh. Are you heading towards an actual science story right now? Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, I yeah. That? I was trying to.
1: Okay. It's, <laughs> hard... No, it's hard to reel in. You know, we don't have to. Yes. We don't no, no, have to. We should. We should.
0: We
2: you, should. Know? you mean an, uh, an, also, another actual science story?
1: Yes. Oh, by the way, what is an unmilled sixpence? Are some sixpence coins milled?
3: Well, they brought in milling for coins so you could tell if the edge of the coin had been tampered with. They used to shave gold coins and silver coins because the coins would be a range of different um, sizes. But because it's oh, oh. supposed to be a set amount. So I, I don't know. I don't know what it is. Milled, about. Milled means
1: ridged. On yeah, the like the, yeah, yeah, like yeah, okay. like on a quarter. Oh, okay. Yeah, okay. If
3: you look, okay. if you look at the edge of a coin, then it's it's never kind of just left blank. It's never left. Well, on, nickels, on, but uneven. yeah,
1: quarters
2: and dimes aren't. Yeah. So that yeah. was to stop people from just stop like shaving, shaving off bits off. of metal from it.
3: Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah.
1: Yeah. Mm. Oh, okay. Well, but I'll another tell you, science story. I'll
0: tell you okay. what uh, what happened in Australia. This is what they're doing to theirs. They're not they're not forcing any sixpence on them, right? They're 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 putting tiny backpack like tracking devices on these fucking things, and uh, it's uh, for a pilot study. Now, a pilot study means the first study. It doesn't mean the backpacks are. We're not making them fly. (laughs) Carrying
3: sandwiches. (laughs) Yeah,
0: sure, sure. A flask. (laughs) Um, The goal was to learn more about the, the movement and social dynamic. Of the uh, highly intelligent birds, and to test the new durable reusable de- uh, devices, but here here hitching the plan from the magpie, um, they outsmarted us they they showed ev the magpies began showing evidence of cooperative rescue behavior to help each other remove the tracker
3: oh that 's brilliant
2: yeah, um, smart little fucks. by the way, this story was sent in by uh, both Eric Boisvert and Justin Turner, and Justin added that. A, and we've talked about this before, a significant percentage of the male swoop humans in breeding season, and once they target you, they'll recognize you and target you repeatedly year after year.
3: And magpies are
2: dicks and and also he even says um justin said I had to get a new a, a new bike in uh in may September of swooping season, and I got a new helmet at the same time, and that stopped him from being swooped by his usual nemesis How smart wow. are they' <laughs> the usual they're really smart like magpies. <laughs>
3: Magpies uh, pass the mirror test. If you put me in front of a the mirror, they recognise that. How that's many? Them. How many magpies are around to have a swooping season?
0: <laughs> I don't know, that. About- <laughs> where does this guy live? Where, we need to. Do we need to extract him somewhere with a helicopter?
1: Definitely really Australia. Australia. Yeah. Yeah. We
0: yeah. talked about this. It is a thing. Yeah. Wow. Swooping season. Um,
3: <laughs> oh. Where, s- <laughs> oh. Wow. Oh, that was—I mean, there's cultural appropriation than this. You know, I
1: know. Listen,
3: listen, I know. Uh,
0: I'm not proud of it. Um, Keep in line. <laughs> oh. They're gonna—they're
3: sweeping. Um, Some, something about Goliath.
0: <laughs> so, as uh, as academic scientists, these guys—they're accustomed to experiments going awry in one way or another: uh, expired substances, failing equipment, contaminated samples whatever these can all set back months or even years of carefully planned research but for people that study animals especially behavior unpredictability is part of the job and that's why they often require pilot studies just to see if you know the gear will even work um now most trackers are too big to fit on medium to small birds and those that do tend to have very limited capacity for data storage or battery life they also tend to be single use only A novel aspect of this research was the design of the harness that held the tracker. They devised a method that didn't require birds to be caught again, download precious data, or reuse the small device. They trained a group of local magpies to come to an outdoor ground ground feeding station uh, that could either wirelessly charge the battery, download data, or or release the tracker and harness by using a magnet.
1: (laughs) Wow. Uh, The harness was
0: tough, with only weak point where the magnet could function. Uh, to remove the harness, one needed that magnet or some really good scissors. Ex- they were super excited about the design, um, wanted to see if it would work as planned and discover what kind of data they could, they could gather. How far did magpies go? Do they have patterns or schedules throughout the day? How did age, sex, or dominance uh, rank affect their activities? Um, all this could be uncovered using the tiny trackers laying less than one gram, and they wow. successfully fitted five magpies with them, and all they had to do was wait and watch. But, uh, you know, they were they were hindered a little bit by... Um,
3: All <laughs> the magpies going, hey, that's a nice backpack, Steve. Do you, do you really like the backpack? Yeah, Steve, that's a really great ma- backpack. You look really cool in your backpack, Steve. Yeah, yeah. It it, says, uh, oh, are you guys funning me? No, Steve, your backpack looks great. I wonder yeah. if I could go and get a backpack as cool as yours. <laughs> well,
0: they, they decided to steal Steve's backpack because oh, ma- oh. many animals... Many animals that live in societies cooperate with one another to ensure the health, safety, and survival of the group. In fact, cognitive ability and social cooperation have been found to correlate. The ones that live in larger groups tend to have an increased capacity for problem-solving, such as hyenas, spotted rats, and house sparrows. The magpie, no exception. Um, it's adapted well to the extreme changes to its habitat from humans. Now, Australian magpies, when they're not doing their swooping, they generally live in social groups of between 2 and 12. Uh, 12 individuals, and they're cooperatively occupying and defending their territory through song choruses and aggressive behaviors such as swooping.
1: Swooping on those bikers.
0: Yeah. Uh, They also breed cooperatively with older siblings helping to raise young. Um, So during the pilot study... They found out how quick magpies would team up to solve a group problem. Within 10 minutes of fitting the final tracker, we witnessed an adult female without a tracker working with her bill to try and remove the harness off a younger bird. (laughs) Within hours, most of the other trackers had been removed. By day three, even the dominant male of the group had its tracker successfully dismantled. (laughs) Wow. We don't know if it was the same individual helping each other (laughs) or if they shared (laughs) duties. But we've never read about any other bird cooperating in this way to remove tracking devices. Um the birds needed to problem solve, possibly testing at, pulling, and snipping at different sections of the harness with their bill. They also needed to willingly help other individuals and accept help. Uh, the only similar examples of this behavior they could find in literature was that of Seychelles warblers it's helping seashells. release up Sure. <laughs> um, seashell warblers. No, uh, the Seychelles, the islands. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Seashell. I heard you. <laughs> We're
2: talking about this... Yeah. I no, get it. Like Seychelles, Seychelles of the Seychelles. Seychelles. <laughs> yeah
0: yeah Seychelles Seychelles by the Seychore. yeah it's it's pronounced quinoa <laughs>
2: you talking about Kinowicks
0: you talking about Kenoa um, it's pronounced chiniwoo <laughs> um, uh, so they uh, they these uh, Seychelles warblers helped release others in their social group from sticky pisonia seed clusters it's a very rare behavior termed rescuing um
3: just go uh sucks to be you Merrill, and fly off
0: <laughs> yeah they'll just be like I guess I have a tracking device now this sucks and um anyway so they got to figure it out now because they because they have to uh they've they've found that climate change of course as it affects everything higher temperatures result in lower cognitive performance for tasks such as foraging um oh, so that might mean cooperative behavior has become even more important in a continuously warming climate
3: that's, maybe one day humans will do that. Maybe. <laughs> Am I right? Yeah. <laughs> I'm just. Yeah. Having, I have um, uh, uh, a collection of money. All the countries I've gigged in, have, I've got a little bit of the cash money, and I've got some central bank of Seychelles rupees, and they have um, uh, nature War- warblers. Yeah. Well, that's the thing. I was just thought I'd have a look and see um, what'll do. If you don't mind, I'll stick a photo in the in the chat,
1: yeah I've never seen Seychelles rupees. does that mean it's okay I gotta look at where that is in the ocean exactly to see
0: well, it's on top of it, Andy it's an island
1: <laughs> <laughs> I was searching the bottoms let me mo- ridiculous map I, m- move to it. top of ocean
3: <laughs> <laughs> in hand... In hand. <laughs>
0: Have you, guys, have you guys seen those people that... Uh, what's the game called where you get dropped somewhere randomly on Google Maps? And you have to guess...
1: Oh, yeah. Guess... Wordle? No, no. Not Something. Th- like, like a Wordle a- variant that like, <coughs> shows, shows you the shape of a country and you have to name the
0: country. No, no. It's not that. This, no. this is uh, the actual street view. You get dropped just on a corner. And it's anywhere in the world. And people are really good at figuring out where they are. Just from like... Clues, you know, uh, whatever, the signage, you just look and, and people are very good at generally getting like the country or region, sometimes the specific town.
3: Oh, that's um, nice. it's, it's like, it's like a, for super geography freaks, you know, it's like a virtual version of quantum leap. Yeah, you just arrive and go, oh, boy, uh,
1: yeah. I want to find uh, Jesse. Do you know how, how one would find this? I let me ask the
0: person
3: that told me about it because um, it has a name. I've just sent the pictures to Matt on Whatsapp, so hopefully he can Oh his
2: yeah. I, I can now forward them to, because uh, I'm out of the country, I can forward them to Andy, and then Andy can forward them to Jesse.
1: Excellent. Also, Seychelles, yeah, I was like, Rupi, is it close to India? It couldn't be, right? I was like, oh no, it's, like, it's closer yeah. to Africa, but it's uh, southwest yeah, of India yeah. and east of, east d- of d- Kenya.
3: I did a gig that, this yeah, beautiful sea turtles on the money. I did um, this gig for a reclusive Arab billionaire um, who you were not to make eye contact with. You just referred to him as The Man. Um, and it was yeah. the best set-up comedy club I've ever <laughs> been in. <coughs> and it could probably hold about 150 people and everything was kind of state-of-the-art, brand new, looked like it had been untouched. He just really liked stand-up comedy. And the audience was him... Uh, an even richer reclusive Arab billionaire. Um, eight f- just phenomenally gay hairdressers from all over the world. And ten of the most. There's a Terry Pratchett phase. Uh, ladies of Negotiable Affection. Ten of the most stunningly beautiful ladies of Negotiable Affection. Uh, basically, if you had oh. to send women from an alien race to lure men to their deaths. <laughs> These have been right right, 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 right. So basically, the hairdressers were there not to be a threat to the, um, to our billionaires who were watching a bit of comedy. But y- you know, one of those things where you think people have displeased this man and died. comedians <laughs> have not left this building upright, and it was it was it was great fun. But you think you know when you're on a bus. Now he's never been on a bus. You know, when you're on a plane, yeah. and all the other no, he's never been on a nope. plane with other yeah. people.
1: I, <laughs> just, you know, when you buy weird. groceries, no,
3: no. Um, the
0: comedy magic club reminds me of that it reminds me of that a lot in um, Hermosa Beach because it's an incredibly rich clientele. Like, right, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, you you show up and I'm valeting the worst car anyone's ever seen, and then <laughs> I look at the valet lot, and everything's like you know over a hundred grand for this car, and. Wow. I go in and I have jokes, you know, I would have stuff just about, I do, I do a chunk about like the bus or whatever, and it would do really well. Like everybody kills in that room, but it felt weird. Like they're laughing at me, not with me. They're, they were laugh laughing. <laughs> I just was an like, exhibit. Yeah. It was like, it was like going to observe the, you know, tenement. Let me bring you something. news
2: from my country. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> It was was really weird.
0: (laughs) Yeah, like I could tell they weren't relating to it at all. But they thought it it was like evil laughter. But I was doing really, (laughs) I was doing really well. But it felt weird.
3: (laughs) (laughs) Your your awkwardness keeps the volcano from swallowing our money. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, it's very bizarre. (laughs) That's really cool. Listen, um, it's time just to take a little break and reflect on how manscaping has helped me, a bald man in his middle forties, look down up my body and think, maybe I should just tell myself into the caldera. <laughs> However, if I could see my testicles through that, all, all that unsightly hair, perhaps I'd just pull myself back from the brink so with landscaping.com. I like to... Re- and code re- probably. Remember the code probably. Yes. Use the code probably to look down on yourself. Over that's your- 20% be- off.
0: And that, that's of the price, not of your junk. Take yeah. off whatever amount you want.
2: <laughs> By the way, uh, speaking of uh, bizarre-looking snakes... <laughs> A, uh, a story was sent in by <laughs> Liam Kennedy about ah, very uh, good, very very good. Yes, yeah, a, that was a smooth. green, a green mm-hmm. furry snake that was discovered in Thailand, where I just was. A that looks like a green feather boa. Yeah,
0: it a sounds rat, like a coincidence.
2: I know. Is it <laughs> a two foot long snake with green fur covering its body was found in Sakun uh, Nakon, uh, Sakon Nakon in Thailand. Uh, <laughs> some. H- Local said the furry y- y- reptile y- y- could be a puff-faced water snake that had moss growing on its body from waiting so long in the swamp to catch its prey in the still, shallow water and rocky crevices. Um, but yeah, I don't know. Is it is it a, a a species that naturally grows hair, or is it something that has grown on an existing species? I'm gonna I'm gonna click on this little YouTube video. So my apologies if. Uh... Oh, that that looks. It's, it's just one they found.
1: That can't be real, can it?
2: I don't know we'll put the link as always in the show notes and on probablyscience.com so you can have a look and see for yourself this yeah. is
3: just a- I love getting of- our science news from boing boing this is- <laughs>
2: pictures of safe <laughs> trails, banknotes and hairy snakes Yeah, mm-hmm. Liam did send it to us with uh, this could be bullshit but yeah. it's, i tell but you what it is quite some- a cool. whatever it science- is it's
1: something it's something it's something
2: I- but, it, but if it is hair
0: and it grew the hair then it's not a snake so we have that we have that much info
3: that's yeah, true. It is a fascinating so looking thing. what else could it be? Uh, a, a highly developed uh, aquatic sheep.
2: Um.
1: <laughs> a puff-faced water snake that had moss growing on its body from waiting so long in the swamp to catch its prey in the still, shallow water and rocky crevices.
2: I tell you what, breaking news! Uh, oh, Paul far- Muxworthy sent this in. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Shackleton's far- ship has been discovered. The Endurance. This is pretty sweet. This is pretty yeah. cool. As as we're pretty much, not quite as recording. It was it, the news was announced a few hours ago, but um, the endurance, the the lost ship that was frozen in in uh, the Antarctic, uh, the famous Shackleton uh, expedition, the endurance, the endurance.
3: If you, if you get a chance, there's a book by Alfred Lansing uh, which was written in the 50s about the expedition, and it's called Endurance. A, a friend of mine um, is from. Uh, well, she lives between Orkney and Newfoundland um, and she sent it to me and it's such a fascinating book.
1: It's one of my favourites. Yeah, that's... I forgot yeah. the book is that old. Yeah, I, it's... Oh, yeah, yeah. It doesn't It really, doesn't feel really like good.
3: it at all because it was all kind of first-hand interviews with the people on the um, on the Endurance expedition. What's the
2: book called again? Oh, the called, book is called, called endurance. endurance, but who's it by rather?
3: Uh, Alfred Lansing. It's just absolutely amazing. Yeah. Absolutely amazing. And you just... <laughs> you think of a a generation of TikTokers and YouTubers and it's about as removed from (laughs) social media as it's possible to be it's like okay we're going to be living on uh, penguin meat we are going to be (laughs) dirty because there's no fresh water unless you go in the sea and if you go in the sea you're going to die Uh, we are going to be using penguin fat for candles we are going to just (laughs) form an elite explorative unit and then everything's going to go so desperately wrong for us well, it was mainly a false flag to
0: kill penguins. Those guys hated penguins. They famously yeah. Yeah, they yeah. famously wanted to just exterminate the penguin.
2: Yeah, because of all what? the noise they made at Jesus' crucifixion.
3: <laughs> yeah, exactly. Uh,
1: no, the noise they uh. didn't make. The noise they didn't make.
3: Yeah, the, peng- the penguins were just hissing through the big. You know what you did, Jesus. Yeah, and also very rude to wear a tuxedo to a crucifixion. <laughs>
2: very, very rude indeed.
3: Very mm-hmm. rude. <laughs>
2: yeah. So the boat has been the boat has been discovered, not just discovered, cool. but discovered in extraordinarily good condition. Even, even though it's been sitting in 10,000 feet of water for over a century, it looks like... It's now like a penguin
0: nightclub, which is weird. <laughs> <Yeah>.
2: <laughs> it looks pretty much like it did on the day it went down. Its timbers, although disrupted, are very much still together, and the name Endurance is clearly visible on the stern. Marine archaeologist Minson Bounds, who's on the Discovery Expedition, has said, without any exaggeration, this is the finest wooden shipwreck I've ever seen by far. It's upright, well-proud of the seabed, intact, and in a brilliant state of preservation.
1: And the water in this video is so clear. This just looks fake. I can't believe this. Yeah, yeah. this is the coolest shipwreck I've ever seen. Wow.
3: Um, if you scroll down on the BBC story, there's a uh, historian, Dan Snow. There's a video of him. But as I scrolled down, I went... Hang on a second, that's. That's. That's that singer. That's Michael Bolton. <laughs> that, just scroll down. I wear um, it. Oh, let's see. Oh, yeah. Ah. Dan <laughs>
2: Mo has turned into Michael Bolton. You're absolutely right. <laughs> 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 You've got you, to put <laughs> <I
3: learned. laughs> Oh, I've got a friend who just so. So loves Michael Bolton I'm going to have to send her that video and say Do you know Michael Bolton's uh, in there In the Antarctic at the moment
2: <laughs> um, By the way Your I'm, I'm uh, All in favour of Michael Bolton's uh, Resurrection as a, as a comedy staple
1: Yo, totally. It's Oh
2: totally As a, as I, a Lonely not, Island not, collaborator
1: that was great. I I watched the show, the celebrity dating show that he's like the co-host of, and I'm like- Oh, I have I not seen that know. yet. Yeah, uh, he and, um, is it Zooey Deschanel, maybe? Uh, yeah, I think the two of them were hosting this celebrity dating game thing. And I was like, I don't know what he is aware of as far as what, why he is funny. It doesn't necessarily matter if he knows what is funny about him, as long as he does the things correctly, but um, you know what I mean? I'm not sure- if this is laughing with or at, and I'm not sure what he thinks. Of yeah, how far in the joke at. he is. Yeah, <laughs> wow. but I mean, he must be aware at some level. It's like, yeah, he's. he's...
0: Well, I'm just looking at the stuff on the side of this article, uh, these other articles, and it says a man given a genetically modified pig heart has died.
1: Oh no! Didn't we talk about that pig heart, or was it a pig kidney or a pig? I, I think
0: we talked about the something. pig heart guy, but he. Um, yeah, he's died. Which uh, they announced. Yeah, someone actually had actually sent sa- someone has yeah. sent in
2: that story as well. One of our listeners, I'll see. You, um, oh, Peter, Peter Fitzgerald had. To be fair, reading the article, um, the man was previously ill. Yeah, terminal heart disease. So I mean, he Yeah. So this wasn't know. just something they did for a lark. That.
3: Right, right. <laughs> Either that, or he was at school with Peter Fitzgerald, and Peter's there going.
2: <laughs> yeah, and it also
3: it wasn't it wasn't a paperwork mistake. Like
0: he didn't go in for like lip injections or something.
3: Right, and then they've. Uh... <laughs> hey guys, guys, thanks for the new pig heart But where the hell are my legs? <laughs>
2: <laughs> we got these. That's why You sorry, always the, write on sharpie, uh, you always sharpie the... on your body before you go under. What it is that they're meant to be removing Yep.
1: Pig heart goes here.
3: I was, <laughs> yep. I, was, I was down in South Wales at the weekend. Um, I went to see a friend of mine on Sunday who's just had a hip replacement, and he had the big kind of sharpie arrow <laughs> pointing at the right leg, this one. But he was on morphine. He was basically taking medical-grade heroin, and he still had a headache. He's going, I can't feel my body, but I've got a really persistent headache. Oh, Is that one of the, is that one of the things about taking heroin? Is that why smack heads are so antsy all the time because they've got a really bad heroin headache. Well, that's that's why they're called a smackhead. It's what it feels like. Oh. It's been oh. Smacked in the head. Yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. Hello and welcome to the plausible plausible. <laughs> the plausible facts. <laughs> uh, uh, w- welcome to our new podcast. Not really worth googling. And we have a.
3: <laughs> it's the truth, honest. Have you got your yeah. fingers crossed behind your? This back? is plausibly <laughs>
2: science, and <laughs> you are. <laughs> Uh, as wow. long as
3: you don't in, uh, invest too much attention to it, this is all true. Sure. <laughs> By the way, speaking of heroin, have you guys watched Dopesick?
1: I haven't, no. I just finished it so good. Michael Keaton, man. He, oh
3: God, He's a so stunning actor. This is, yeah, this, is great. Where, this is where I make a terrible admission on a, on a podcast built out of technology and electrons. I don't even have a telly. I don't have what? a TV, I don't watch, I don't have Netflix or Amazon Prime, Apple TV, nothing. I've just finished watching a DVD box set of the West Wing. Man, that's good.
2: <laughs> I never watched that. What, what are you watching the, the DVDs on? Are you just like on your computer? or? I
3: have I have a 2008 iMac that still has a working DVD drive. So across <laughs> lockdown, myself and the girlfriend watched all of the West Wing that was donated to us by a neighbor. And it's so good. If you haven't seen the West Wing, it's... I mean, it feels like an alternate universe now. It feels like, oh, that's what it could have been like with some grace and intelligence.
1: We could, could, I mean, Martin is Martin Sheen still alive? We could just Zelensky him, right?
3: Like, couldn't we do this still? Uh, do you know, that would be brilliant. I'm just... (laughs) My search... (laughs) My my search history is going to be particularly bizarre. (laughs) Pig Heart Man, Australian magpie facts.
2: (laughs) Hairy Snake, is Michael Sheen still alive?
3: (laughs) Well, Michael Sheen is for sure. Oh, Martin
2: Sheen. Martin Sheen. The, pres- the president. Yes. West Wing. Sorry. Yeah.
3: Yes. And I'm pretty sure. Mike- is oh, too. My-
2: My- My- Michael Sheen's the the one who's always He's the Welsh day. actor. Yeah. Yeah. Who- the one who
3: inhabits. He's 81 years of age. He's got amazing hair. There's a photo. <laughs> There's a photo of him. Which one's like Mr. Ga- Sheen? It looks like Gary Oldman in Dracula. <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, Mr. Mr. Sheen is the cylindrical one.
2: Okay. Thanks. <laughs> I, I
3: don't. I don't even know if that if, if if Mr. Sheen is an American product. I don't think it is.
1: I'm not sure it is. No.
0: No, we have Mr. Clean. Oh. Uh, because, not Mr. Sheen, but it's, it's probably similar.
1: They had to rebrand it because the concept of cleanliness doesn't uh, doesn't cross doesn't the pond completely. really. Yeah, <laughs> yeah.
3: Cleanliness is next to Canada. <laughs> 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 oh god, that's good.
2: Well on that on that note, <laughs> we should probably wrap up. <laughs> I think it's a good time to wrap up the episode. Silky, where can our listeners find you and all the things you're up to?
3: Um I live in North Leeds, so why not come and see me? Just uh, come no, up
2: there. Wait a wait a second. Uh if you have a
3: look at uh silkythecomedian.com. Uh don't go to silky.com. That's nothing to do with me. <laughs> that's a very niche <laughs> website indeed. Um yep. Yeah, SilkyTheComedian.com. I'm um, uh, Silky White on Twitter and Instagram. Uh, I've got some music out as well. I do some stand-up comedy. Uh, if your budget's good, I mean, I'll come and dance in your living room for you and your friends. <laughs>
2: yeah, if you, <laughs> are, you, if you an, want... are
3: you an eccentric Arab billionaire?
0: Check this guy out. He'll <laughs> <know. come>
2: out. <laughs> Have you built your own comedy club for... <laughs> a very carefully curated audience. <laughs> do you
0: good. hang out with a bunch of Instagram models that are about once a month somehow in Dubai? <laughs> yeah. Go, go, go ahead and pop over to
3: silkythecomedian.com. <laughs> uh, he he will help you move a body out of fear for his own safety. <laughs> <laughs> so let's first, got, if you've got the budget, I will do a naked hand I will attempt to do a naked handstand in your own home, in one <laughs> of your <laughs> homes. <laughs>
2: This but, but real, yeah go finally go and find Silky and also f- go there's a fairly good chance if you live in the UK particularly if you live in the north of the UK or the the west part of uh, Wales part of the UK there's a fair chance that you're somewhere near one of the shows he runs and they are consistently some of the best run and most enjoyable comedy shows around so oh, that is very kind of you to say so thank you so do go to those and and check him out and get his music and all that kind of stuff you can find us probably science.com Uh, at probably science individually at annie t wood at Jesse case and at matt kershon probably science at gmail.com is the email address for any questions comments clarifications, stories you would like us to cover and also probably is where we put up all the show notes and also our patreon and paypal uh, links Um, do do we have time to do a quick extra story for our uh, patreon patrons I think we do do, I could
3: do it sure let's do it I've got I've got a little thing for you I thought it might work Pig Heart man died <laughs> He had two extra weeks alive But pig Heart man died From the magpies <laughs> Magpies are dicks They came in through the hospital window And all picked all the stitches Holding his pig heart in Because <laughs> magpies are dicks One for sorrow, two for joy <laughs> Magpies are dicks Three for a girl Four for a freshly dead pig heart boy Because magpies, they get everywhere <laughs> Just like a green hairy snake Which Whoa. is definitely real <laughs> Not fucking fake <laughs> They found the endurance <laughs> on the bed of the Arctic Sea. It was preserved almost perfectly, but they found pecked in the hole, pecked in the hole of Arnold Shackleton's icebreaker. Fucking magpie beak sized holes. Seriously, magpies are dicks. <laughs> fucking dicks <laughs> <right>. uh.
2: yes. <laughs> yes thank you listeners good sense. night <laughs> bye bye